right? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice and you're like, who's this lady? What's she doing? Why am I listening? Why am I watching? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself. Excuse me. Excuse me. I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have your articles of incorporation with the state, making sure you have your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, getting your contracts together for clients and partners, uh, brand protection strategies so you uh, so your business ideas don't get uh, don't get stolen, and hiring and training strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all of these things. Um, If you are wondering why I'm qualified to help you do these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible. Oh, thanks, doll. As accessible to everyone as possible. Uh, Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that is why I'm here. Uh, Hey, Margaret. All right. So uh, if you are in the startup phase of your business, you know, give your girl a holler. Um, Come talk to me. I want to help you out. Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram. And it's all over my page on Facebook. Uh, There you can book yourself a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. You can also... um, Download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. So if you ever miss a live episode and you can't be here with me in real time, uh, you can catch up at your leisure. Okay. Um, And last but not least, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can get this lovely mug. Uh, This is my NPL legal dish mug. Just so you know, you can show people why you're such a smarty pants when it comes to business and intellectual property. (laughs) All right. Okay. So now that we've taken care of housekeeping, um, we can get to the show. All right. So just in case someone new is watching, here is how, thank you. Here's how the show works. Uh, I pull stories from the news stories from, um, blog sites, stories that you lovely people send me tonight. One of the stories that we have was sent to us by the lovely Zephyrina, um, anywhere that I find inspiration and I take stories, the, the stories that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, we talk about them here, uh, and you know, we figure out how we can apply those lessons to our lives and our businesses. All right. So this is the time for you guys to get involved. Hey, Magni leadership. This is the time for you guys to get involved, ask your questions, give your comments as long as they are uh, respectful. I will be asking you to give me some commentary. I'll be asking for emojis. I want you to engage with me. So as long as you are not driving, 
you know, um, talk to your girl. All right. I may not be able to hear you, but I can definitely read, uh, your comments. All right. Okay. So before we even do that, before we get into the stories, uh, we're going to do our NPL nugget. What is NPL nugget? You might ask, well, every month I cover a different topic having to do with business formation this month. Uh, um, no. And then, um, if, do, the days that I do my show, I do a quick lesson on, um, you know, on a piece of that topic. So for the month of September, we're going to be focusing on hiring and training, right? Um, and, uh, like I said yesterday, any business, you're not, a, as your business grows, you can't do everything by yourself and you're going to need to hire people to, um, to, to, to help you run your business. So one of the first things that you want to consider when you are hiring people is getting a background check, right? And yesterday we talked about, um, what, why you would want to get a background check, you know, to check someone's credentials, make sure they don't have anything in their record that is, um, you know, that might, uh, prevent them from working in a particular industry. And also that, you know, you need to get someone's permission before you do a background check on them. Right? So today, what I wanted to let you know is that if you are planning to do background checks for your employees, again, you need to consider what industry your business is in, because depending on the industry, there is a background check company for you. There are several of them, not just one. Um, and they will, they can be very comprehensive or they can be very simple. So it's up to you to decide what you want and, um, how you, how much money you want to spend. Now, if you want a, um, a comprehensive list of these companies and where you can get background checks, you can pick up my employee onboarding guide. Um, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. It is the top button. The book is only $9 and 97 cents and it goes through, uh, the, um, hiring and training and, you know, the steps that you need to put in order to make sure that you set your team up for success. Okay. All right. So now we have gone through our NPL nugget. It's time to get started y'all. All right. We are getting started on our stories tonight's first story it's just a very quick update. Um, if you are a Rihanna fan, give me an umbrella emoji. If you are a Rihanna fan, give me an umbrella emoji. Now, once upon a time, Rihanna, you know, she did music, but now Rihanna does makeup, underwear, clothing, skincare. Uh, I heard we talked about Rihanna doing hair. Rihanna's doing everything but music these days, right? And, you know, it's paying off for her. Rihanna was just recently reported to be a a billionaire. Um, But if you guys uh, remember, I have talked to you guys a few times. Yeah, I love her too, Zephyrina. I've talked to you guys a few times about Rihanna. Um, She sued her father a couple of years ago for misrepresenting himself as, uh, you know, and using the Fenty name. Now, of course, Rihanna got her name Fenty from her father, but her father doesn't have any trademarks for Fenty. Rihanna does. And her father was out here, you know, starting companies and supposedly booking Rihanna for shows that she didn't even know about. And Rihanna went to court and sued her dad for trademark infringement because he was using the Fenty name. 
uh, in the industry that she was in and sued him for fraud and things like that. Well, um, like I said, Rihanna has just been reported to be a billionaire and I guess she figured, look, this is my dad and, you know, I've got more money than I know what to do with. So she's actually dropped the lawsuit against her father. Um, I think that's, that's really, that's really nice and sweet. Um, she was probably like the, the money that she would have gotten from her father. She probably wouldn't have gotten anything. It was probably more about the principal. Plus Rihanna, it's the money is like, you know, peanuts to her now. Um, but why I bring this back up again is the fact that intellectual property doesn't care who you are. Yeah, that was Rihanna's father. Yes, he, he was the one who gave her the Fenty name, but he didn't trademark it, okay? Um, and in the world of intellectual property, it's about who has the paperwork. So, while this is a heartwarming story, it is also a reminder, thank you, Margaret Massey, it's also a reminder that intellectual property does not care who you are, and it applies to everybody, all right? So, congrats to Rihanna and her dad. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Zephyrina said I needed to hear this. Right, okay. Um, moving on. Um, if you have ever owned a champion product, a hoodie, um, shoot, sneakers, anything, give me a C in the comments. Um, I currently have a champion uh, dad hat that I use to keep the sun out of my face when I go on my walks and stuff. Um, but if you have ever had, you know, a champion hoodie, sweatshirt, t-shirt, whatever, give me a seat. Thank you, Zephyrina. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you, Magni Leadership. All right. Now, if you guys didn't know, Champion is actually owned by two different companies. Um... Keds, we all know Keds for, you know, casual footwear. Keds actually owns the trademark for Champion. They've owned it since 1930, and they have it for casual footwear. So when you think about Keds, these are not shoes that you're going to work out in. These are shoes that, you know, you're going to, you know, go for a walk in, right? They're pretty light, lightweight, um, not too thick soles. They're just comfy walking shoes, right? So Champion, I mean, so Keds has had this trademark for a champion since the 1930s, right? Now, um, Hanes along the way came, uh, came and they made a deal with Keds. They said, hey, you're not making athletic wear. Um, you're not, you're not making athletic shoes and stuff and you're not selling, champion in these markets. So can we license out this name in these markets and do our own products? And Keds was like, cool. So they were like, Hanes, you can make athletic shoes and you can make, you know, sport sporty things with the name champion wherever we are not selling, right? So basically um, there were a couple of places outside of the country where Keds was not, you know, doing all of this stuff. Um, and, uh, with this agreement that Haynes could use the champion name, 
there um from keds there was a five-year renewal so every five years they would meet up and they'd say hey girl you still want to rent this name and they're like yeah we do okay this is how much it's going to cost they're like okay and then they walk away right um but apparently in uh in 2017 they were coming back to the negotiate to the negotiation table and um haynes didn't like the terms of their agreement. They were trying to change their their percentages that they were paying to to Keds and all of this. So they filed a trademark infringement suit against Keds, basically saying that Keds was um, expanding their market. Essentially, Haynes was mad that Keynes was that that Keds was trying to expand their brand. Any business that you have wants to grow. No business is in here to stay the same year after year after year. So, of course, like any other brand, Keds is out here marketing, making new products, getting into new markets. Haynes basically sued them and said, how dare you try to expand your company, right? Um, but that, that lawsuit was thrown out. The judge was like, girl, get a grip. Um, and Keds now has sued Haynes for breach of contract. They're saying that lawsuit that you, um, that you filed against us, that was BS. You did that because you were trying to force us back to the negotiating table because you didn't like the terms. So now, um, Keds is suing Haynes for breach of contract because that's not, um, you know, what they agreed to. They have an agree, they have an agreement. They've been doing this for, uh, a couple of decades, why did you have to go through all this rigmarole, right? So, this is a this is an example of someone trying to use intellectual property to scheme their way and it just backfiring on them. Haynes was really trying to, it, it's like whenever, if you guys don't remember, there are tons of times where companies will try to have other companies' trademarks canceled because they can't get their way. And essentially, this is what Haynes was trying to do. Not necessarily get it canceled, but they were trying to prevent Keds from enlarging their market space, which is like, that's impossible. That That's antithetical to capitalism and business. The whole point of the business, uh, in, uh, of business is to grow. So, um, Haynes and Keds, they are currently at odds with each other over the champion brand. But I just want you to keep this in mind when you're out shopping. If you see champion footwear, like sneakers, like athletic sneakers, those are from actually from Haynes. If you see champion casual sneakers, like just walking shoes, those are from Keds. This is why licensing is important. It can get you a lot of money, right? Think about how much money Keds is making from their own champion brand things and then also the stuff that Hanes makes. Um, but yeah, it's just another example why intellectual property is so important. Because all, they all they're basically doing is renting out the name to Hanes. Renting out a name can bring you a lot of money, all right? Okay. Before we move on to our next story of the evening, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday uh, live broadcast where I teach 
business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the uh, startup phase of your business and you are looking for um, for some guidance because you're like, you know, this there's a lot of pieces to getting this business together. I'm not exactly sure where to go. I'm here to help you. Go to linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm and book your one-on-one with me today, okay? And also, while you're at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, make sure that you uh, download the free BizLaunch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. All right, moving on to our next story of the evening. Uh, We're all on social media here. If you're watching me, you're on a social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, it's social media, right? And one of the things that social media is good for is showing us commercials, ads, whatever, right? Hello, I am Sybil Bull. Uh, So I want to know, how many of you have seen any ads of your favorite celebrities, probably mostly female celebrities, promoting T-Me products? If you have heard or seen ads for T-Me products, please give me a teacup emoji. If you have seen any T-Me, T-E-A-M-I, hello, Sybil, ads, hey, King Tax Services, um, if you've seen any T-Me ads on social media, give me a teacup emoji. Um, T-Me is one of many, uh, you know, detox teas that they're out here selling to you guys. It was, I guess it's, um, are they still doing flat tummy tea? I don't know if it's the same company, but um, if you have heard of Teeny, give me a teacup emoji. Now, um, you may not know this, but whenever a celebrity or a person, you know, or or an influencer, or if anybody, uh, okay, thank you, King Tax Services, anybody who is paid to do a sponsored post on social media, right? So if someone pays me, to, um, okay, I'm sure you guys have heard ads from your favorite social media influencers about goalie gummies, right? When you ha- are, are promoting any product, if um, somebody says, hey, I'm going to give you such and such to tell people that you use this, you are legally obligated. Le- you are legally obligated to inform your audience that you are being paid to do an ad. It has to be very apparent. It must be no question, right? So, um, it, so if it's, if it's like, uh, um, an audio ad, it has to be at the very beginning. You know, this is a sponsored ad. It's a, just a visual ad. It has to say, this is a sponsored ad. And if it's like an Instagram post, it needs to say that you're being paid in some form or fashion, in the very beginning of the ad, okay? Um, none of y'all have heard of Timmy? Okay. Anyway, um, yes. So, uh, Cardi B was paid by Timmy, T-E-A-M-I, to promote their detox tea, right? And, of course, Cardi said, yes, run me the money and I will, because she is a businesswoman. Um, and she posted the she posted uh, um, the ad on her social media, uh, and she said, "You know, you guys should buy this. It's great." Da da da. The FTC, meaning the Federal Trade Commission, this is the governmental 
well, quasi-governmental body that investigates businesses when they're doing shady business practices, they sued Timmy for misrepresenting their product online. Why? Because even though in the caption, Cardi B said she was a Timmy partner, you couldn't see it when you first looked at the ad. So you know when, when you're looking at Instagram and somebody writes a long caption, you'll see like maybe the first three lines and it'll do the ellipses. If you know what I'm talking about, give me three dots in the comments. You know when, you, when somebody has a really long caption, they don't show you the caption outright. They, they make you press that thing, the ellipses. If you know what I'm talking about, give me three dots right now. Okay? So, the, um, if, if you, thank you King Tax Services. So the rule is, the fact that you, this is an ad, needs to be before those three dots. If it's not before, um, yes, Margaret said no, but I've seen the goalie ads and it stated paid promotion at the top of the YouTube video. Absolutely, they are legally obligated to do that. Now, King Tax Services and Zephyrina gave me the three dots. If your, um, if your notification that this is an ad is not before those three dots, you are breaking the law because you have not informed, you have not made it readily visible that this is a sponsored post, that you are being paid to do this. So Timmy has been fined $1.5 million for misrepresenting their products on the internet. Hello, 76 Grimke. All right. So now that is a very, very, very expensive mistake. So the lessons that we learn here, if you are paying someone to do a post for you, you need to make sure that they, that they expressly say that they are being paid to do uh, an ad for you. And you need to make sure that they say it at the very beginning of the ad so you don't get on the hook. Because now, Timmy's got to find $1.5 million to pay Uncle Sam. All right? Um, this, and a lot of this stems from um, situations like Firefest, right? Because if you, uh, I don't know if you guys um, watched the Firefest movies, but they paid a lot of celebrities to say that they were going to Firefest. But none of these celebrities said in the post that they were being paid to say that they were going to Firefest. Um, and I think Fire Festival had a lot to do with celebrities being legally obligated to disclose that they are being paid to sponsor, to, um, to, to promote something. All right. Okay. Uh, and that's why I, I named this episode, nobody reads below the folds or the ellipses. Now, what do I mean by nobody reads before the fold? Now, way, 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 way back when we used to read actual newspapers, um, you know, the newspaper, it's folded in half. And the, the big thing is you want it to be on the, the top fold of the paper because they were saying those are the most important headlines. Nobody reads below the fold. Um, and in this day and age of social media, we've gotten to the place where people aren't even reading the captions. They're just going to read the first couple of lines for the most part. So you really have to pack a lot of information into just a few words. All right. 
but um, good luck to Timmy, and good luck to you guys. If you plan on having people sponsor your posts, I don't care if you paid five dollars for it. Please make sure that they, uh, you know, uh, that that they um disclose that they are being paid to promote your product. Okay, all right. Um. Okay, last story uh, we are talking about tonight. Um, if you know who Bob Ross is, if you know who Bob Ross is, give me the the artist palette emoji, the the painter's palette emoji. If you know who Bob Ross is, okay. Um. Margaret said, I go to the comments first in the article. Ooh, girl, I do the comments first when it's like the shade room and stuff, the gossip columns, because the, the, uh, the comments be funnier than the actual thing. Um, but if you are a Bob Ross fan or you know who Bob Ross is, give me the paint. You don't know who Bob Ross is, King Tech Services? He was um, the man with the afro, and he did the painting show on PBS. Um, thank you, Zephyrina. Thank you, 76 Grim K. Zephyrina actually brought this story to me. Um, okay. Uh, hey, Can of Cape Cod. All right. Um, yeah, so Bob Ross, he was this very soft-spoken man who taught you how to paint on PBS. I remember him painting trees, and, you know, he always had like a very light colored button down. Thank you, Margaret and some jeans and he'd be painting his life away. Um, well recently there was a a documentary released about his life. Um, did any of you guys know that there was a Bob Ross documentary out here? Um, and, uh, the documentary was spearheaded by Bob Ross's son, Okay, oh, now you know who I'm talking about? Okay. It was spearheaded by Bob Ross's son. Um, you know, and apparently a lot of really kind of not-so-nice, sleazy, uh, you know, things came out about the people that Bob Ross did business with, right? Um, so apparently Bob Ross was friends with these two people, Walt and Annette Kowalski, right? And, um... You know, most artists, a lot of artists, while they're great at their art, they're not great at business. So Bob Ross, he was one of those. He was painting his life away. And Walt and Annette, they were like, well, man, you can make some money off of this. So they basically, you know, helped Bob Ross become a star. Um, uh, it's on Netflix, not a paid advertiser. That's right. That's right. Not a paid advertiser, right? Um, so... What was I saying? So Walt and Margaret, they're like, Bob, you got to get famous. They help Bob get famous, all this stuff. But then things go left as the relationship goes on. And if you watch the Netflix movies, there are accusations of affairs and, you know, mismanagement of business and things like that. But anyway, um, like I said, this Bob Ross documentary was spearheaded by Bob Ross's son. And now... Uh, Walt and Annette, who actually control Bob Ross Incorporated, the company that handles all of the stuff dealing with Bob Ross, 
they are suing uh, the producers of the movie because they're saying that they uh, that they for um, for defamation they're saying that they showed them in a back in a bad light. They're like, you know, you didn't even give us a chance to 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 you know tell our side. You just told this story, and they are suing the producers of this movie. Now, I find it very strange that Bob Ross's family has no legal ties to Bob Ross Incorporated. It used to be owned by Bob Ross, his wife, and Walt and Annette, but now it's only owned by Walt and Annette. So, obviously, something went down between the family and Walt and the Kowalskis, and the Kowalskis are like, oh, so you're going to put our business all out in the street now? Well, we're going to sue you for defamation. So, um... But yeah, uh, I, I don't know if there are any copyrights or anything that are being violated here, but I'm very interested to see what legal arguments are coming out of here. Um, Zephyrina brought this to me. Uh, I, 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 I'm interested to know how the Kowalskis got 100% of control of, uh, you know, Bob Ross Incorporated. King Tax Services said, why? did He didn't have it on paper. I think it was on, I don't know, I, I, I should probably watch the, 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 um, the documentary, I don't know, I can't, I can't promise that I will, but I can promise that I will try, um, because I don't know the ins and outs of what happened between Bob Ross and these people, um, and apparently, according to them, what was told in the documentary is not accurate, um, but I would encourage you guys if you've got some time this weekend, go take a gander at the Bob Ross documentary on Netflix. I'm not, I'm not a paid sponsor. I'm just saying, because maybe you guys can tell me what's going on. All right. Um, but yeah, so Bob Ross Inc., which is not owned by anyone in Bob Ross's family, is suing the producers of the Bob Ross documentary that is now being shown on Netflix. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, so those were the stories that I wanted to share with you today. Uh, <laughs> Zephyrina is laughing. Um, I think it's hilarious. I, th- I think it's hilarious. I, I, I'm, I'm very interested to know how the Kowalskis got 100% control of Bob Ross Incorporated. Uh, ooh, excuse me. But, um, anyway, those are the stories that I wanted to share with you today. Um, if you missed any part of the show, you can always go back and watch the beginning. It'll be up on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook momentarily. You can also listen to the podcast, the audio version, if you can't watch. Uh, make sure that you are booking your one-on-one sessions. Go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Um, also at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube and the, the podcast in case you miss a live episode. Okay, um, we did our NPL Nuggets today. We talked more about background checks for hiring employees. If you missed that, make sure you, um, or you want the whole scoop on hiring and training, go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and pick up the employee onboarding guide, okay? So that is where I'm going to leave you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourselves, and I'll talk to you guys Monday. Bye.